Welcome to another Make the Christian podcast. I'm here with Lizzie, uh, a friend who's over here from England and will soon be in America and she's going to tell us about her life as a Christian. So firstly, Lizzie, how did you become a Christian? I grew up in a Christian home with parents who took me to a church. So I was brought up in a home where faith in God was something that we that we practiced, that we talked about. And um, so I think going to Sunday school was a big influence on my life as well, where I was taught about, about the Bible and, and God and uh, having a personal relationship with him. So you'd say you became a Christian pretty young? Yes, and I think probably when I was around the age of 12 or 13, um, I decided that I wanted to make it my own. And so I was attending a Church of England church, and so the normal pathway at that age was confirmation, where you make sort of in front of the church promises and commitment to declare what you believe and declare what your faith means and make a commitment that, that you will base your life upon that and a commitment to God. And so I did that when I was about 13 years old. Hmm. Tell us about another Christian who's influenced you positively. Um, well, I would probably use the most recent example. And I actually have been working for a Christian ministry since 2011. And I would have to say my, my boss, um, until he just retired recently, has been hugely influential to, to my faith and not only because of in, in my working for a Christian ministry, the seeing him as a, a leader and seeing how his faith affects his, his daily life and how he let that sort of affect every decision that he made, every attitude, every, I found that very inspirational. Can you give any specifics or examples? Of the way that he treated people as mm -hmm. well, the, the value and the, the way that he, the Bible talks about loving God first and then loving our neighbour as ourselves mm -hmm. and he, was a, he is a man that really puts that into practice and the Bible, Jesus himself says that that is the most important thing that the Lord asks us to do, to love God and to love each other and even on as a, as a manager, this was very clear that he, was a, he is a very fair man and always was looking for the best in people and always was looking to give them the best opportunities and to place them in a, play, in a environment where they would flourish and do well. And so he was always looking for the best and to encourage people as individuals as well as looking for the, the good of the team. And so that was someone who always yeah, his, like just his everyday attitude was a massive influence and, and someone that I respected very much just for the, the way he made his the way he allowed his faith to affect his decisions and the way that he lived his life. What are some particular books, chapters or verses in the Bible that have been especially important for you? Without any doubt, I don't have any hesitation about that. Something that's really been fundamental to me over the last maybe couple of years has been in Luke, the Luke 10, the story of Mary and Martha. And as, a, as someone who has very 
almost too high standards for myself, a bit of a perfectionist and always wanting to to do the best and to do things and um, the story of Mary and Martha really spoke to me because actually what we can learn from that story is that what the Lord requires from us first and foremost is to concentrate on our relationship with him. In that story um, there's two sisters and mm -hmm. one of them is complaining to Jesus because she has been preparing, she's been working in the kitchen, getting things ready, whilst her sister has just been sat talking with Jesus. And so the sister that's been working comes to Jesus and says, don't you even care that she's left me to do all of this by myself and I'm overwhelmed and I'm tired and she's just sat doing nothing. And Jesus just turns and says to her, well actually, yes, you're worried and you're stressed about many things, but your sister's chosen what is better. And so for me in, in my life that really spoke to me because I was trying really hard to win God's approval by doing. And I didn't even realize that I was doing it until God spoke to me through that story. I was tired and stressed and I, I couldn't get to the bottom of it and I wondered why. And, and God just said to me, you do know that I love you, don't you? And I just thought to myself, well, of course I do. Of course I know that God loves me. I've been a Christian for all these years and, and of course I know that God loves me. But actually it really shook me to my core because then God said to me, so why do you feel that you need to be, to, to be the best at everything, to do, um, to do, do, do all the time? Do you not know that I just love you because of who you are? Mm -hmm. And um, then he told me to read this story. And again, I, I remember saying, well, I feel like I, I know the story. I know that God's just going to say to me that I should slow down. And I know that. But I, I was obedient and I sat and I read the story and what really jumped out of me that time was the last bit that said, Mary has chosen what is better. And I just realized that actually the most important thing that God asks us to do is just to love him and to enjoy being in a relationship with him. And then the things that we do will flow from that. The good things that we want to achieve and all the things that we want to do will come from, from that. Mm -hmm. So that was... It's good. So tell us about how you pray and the role it plays in your life. I think that really depends upon what I'm praying for because, uh, for example, the Bible talks in Timothy about uh, different kinds of prayer and I believe that there are prayers that come straight from our heart, things that, that we desire, things that we or would like to see happen uh, when we're praying for other people or for ourselves and those things um, maybe we'll get other things that perhaps we'll get a, a yes or a no or a wait answer from the Lord but there are other things that we know that God would like to happen and so our prayers are a way of joining with him in seeing his will happen here on earth so for example even in the Lord's prayer we're praying I will be done. Mm -hmm. And so I believe that in that context I would probably use the word intercession, which means to, to really come before God and for praying in, according to his will so that we actually see things happening, his will be done on earth. And people might say, well, why would you bother praying like that if God's going to do it anyway and that's what he wants to do? Well, actually, the very act of praying strengthens my relationship with him I have to listen to the Holy Spirit to know what he wants anyway, what his will is for a certain situation. And then for it to happen, I have to pray according to what, according to that, what, what I sense that God is telling me. 
when you say sense that God is telling you, like, what is the sense? Can can you make that a bit more complex? Yeah, of course. Well, sometimes it might be that um, you say, I would say to the God, okay, for example, let's say it's about um, in a certain situation, I might say, God, show me what how you would like me to pray, and He might show me a Bible verse. Mm-hmm. Um, or when you say show, you mean like it comes I into suddenly, your head? Precisely, yeah. I might get a Bible verse into my head and when I open it and I look at that Bible verse, I know that it fits to that situation and that I'm supposed to pray in that way. Um, or for example, there, there might be prayers that are just the outpouring of what's on my heart and then like I say, God will give a yes answer, a no answer or a... And when you get a yes or a no, like literally do you mean the words yes or no sometimes or is it a little more abstract than that well say for example i'm praying for a certain opportunity to happen because i think that that's the best thing and i pray i really would like to be able to do this thing so god please make it possible mm-hmm. actually god might say yep that's okay that's fine with me i will open the door for you to be able to do that i will provide the money somehow or i will um moves the situation so that you are able to do that but other times god might say well actually i would rather that you were doing this or this would be better for you so i'm going to shut that door when you say say how literally do you mean say actually very yeah very literally not all the time god's and the voice is just like your own your own thoughts but like the voice some people i know have said that they've heard god audibly like audibly or clearly in a way that is different to their own mm-hmm. but more often than not I will it will be as you say my own mind my own thought but I know because very often you know you didn't create that thought precisely if it fits I'm, I'm less convinced when it flows with my own train of thought or but quite often if I'm let's just say I'll give an example of a, of a situation that I read and um, an author that I know was, talks about how he was walking down the street and he felt God say to him in cross the road and when he did cross the road he came across a very important contact person that he knew and that set in place a whole series of events right. and that kind of thing um, I'm very I believe very much in that that I, I do try and listen to that still quiet voice that says I need you to do this now because the way I see it if I'm wrong and I've it's my own thought then well okay what's the worst that can happen I might have lost a couple of minutes or but I would always rather be obedient to what I sense is God than to miss out on on something that he would have me do and that I guess comes from as well a place of trusting that God has what's best for me I can trust when God says no or you need to wait because I know that he always wants what's best for me so when he doesn't always answer the prayers in the way that I expect that doesn't necessarily mean that it's like a good parent. You know, a good parent doesn't give in to every demand or mm-hmm. cry from the child. You know, they they give the child what is best and right for them. And so I believe that God responds to our prayers in that way as well. Mm-hmm. So but to answer the question about how, um, that really depends on what kind of praying as well. Because there will be times when I will really sit down and have a dedicated, committed time of prayer where the door is shut and it's, or even in the prayer group, where there's a time of sitting down and being in what most people would consider a prayer time. But then there's also moments in the day when 
it's more of a conversation with God as you're kind of walking down the street or on on the bus or and just chatting with God really is this the right thing to do at this time or is this the right thing in this situation or please would you help me with this how do I respond to this so sometimes there's this uh, the sitting down and having a dedicated time of prayer as it were but then all throughout the day there might be kind of that ongoing conversation as well tell us about a turning point in your life as a Christian or a moment or period where God changed you or worked in you I would probably think back to when I was at university and as I shared earlier being, having been brought up in a Christian home I had good foundations and a good understanding and I did pray when I wanted something, when I wanted the Lord's help and, and in his mercy he always, he always answered and, and was there for me. But at the same time I think God allowed me to, to make my faith my own and actually when I went to university it was there that I met people who believed the same things as me and had the same uh, faith, but at the same time, their lives looked a little bit different, and that really convicted me. I began to suddenly feel, oh, if if what I believe is true, I can't carry on like this. I can't um, let church just be a Sunday morning thing. Um, I would say I was almost like I sometimes compare it to pick and mix sweets. You know, I was a bit of a pick and mix Christian. I would, it's like when you go into the sweet shop and you say, well, I'll have a few of those and I'll have a few of those, but I don't like those, so I'll leave that out. And it was through seeing other people live their lives a little bit differently that I realised that if what I was claiming was true, then it had to be real and it had to, I had to really take notice. And that's something that even God says to me, said to me very, now I think about it actually, God even said that very recently. If you really do believe this, how far are you going to let it affect your life? And I remember being in my dorm, my halls at university, and just being on my knees before God and saying, okay, God, I do believe the Bible and I do believe you're real, so I'm sorry for the things that I've done that haven't been pleasing and I really want my life to reflect that. And so I began to let it become more of a daily, daily thing as opposed to just a Sunday morning thing or something that I did with my parents. And how has your daily life changed because of your Christianity? I would say very dramatically. I try and live my life according to God's word, according to what I know about him. And more and more God's showing me that I need to do that out of how I feel for him, what I feel about him um, not just because of what I can get out of it I think God's trying to teach me to be and I think it's going to be a long process but I think he's teaching me to be more more and more him centered and less me centered and so by that I mean whenever we do a kind thing or a selfless thing sometimes we there's a little part of us that does it because of how we'll be treated or because because we might get something out of it. And God's been teaching me recently about what it means to to truly love him and to truly love other people. And so I think that my I've really like with the story about Mary and Martha being a bit of a perfectionist and doing, 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 my 
my relationship with God is really changing so much that my decisions and, and the things that I do are really affected by knowing that he's there, by, by my love for him and, and for other people. Um, even my, the career path that I've chosen has a biblical foundation to it and so because I feel called to do that by God and so uh, even I try and as well pray about decisions and even small things kind of travel arrangements and and again that comes back to the simple fact that because I know that he wants what's best for me and because I want to try and please him as well in my day-to-day -day life and so it's a bit of a win-win situation really by consulting God by asking him and so I would I would say it affects massively um, not just the way that I try and treat other people and, and the decisions that I make but and the way that I even plan my plan my day it's all affected by the fact that I believe what I believe that there is a creator and and a, and a saviour. Thank you. Um, what do you enjoy most about being Christian? The learning, I think. The fact that you are always growing and discovering and there's never a dull moment. And never. <laughs> <laughs> there's always something to learn, there's always something to, to, to discover and some new element about about God's character or who he is or there's always something that that you can be learning or understanding or, or something that God wants to show you um, so I find that really Does really it amazing you? oh very much so even when so when you think that you've mastered a certain topic or when you think that you've got to the bottom of something that you begin to understand then I for me personally it's that God will take it even that step further um, so he might teach you something and you think, okay, I get that, I understand that, that's foundational and <clears throat> that makes sense to me. But then you might take it to a whole new level and understand it in an even deeper way. <clears throat> and Bible verses, for example, that you've seen, you know, tens of times before, suddenly you, mm. you look at them and they take on a whole new meaning. And, and you're able to apply them to a different situation or... so. Yeah. Um, what do you find most difficult about being a Christian? I think I'm learning not to place too high expectations on myself. I find that I try very hard to meet a certain standard. I try very hard to to be the best that I can be and to to do things that I would consider to be right. But at the same time, I have to remember to do things by, by God's standards and that he is merciful and forgiving and that I don't have to be perfect, that he accepts me just the way that I am and that actually this idea of being perfect and doing everything right and living by a certain standard is something that I'm putting upon myself. It's not that God's asking me to, to do that. Of course, God does want me to be the best that I can be and to live my life in a certain way because that pleases him, but at the same time, as I say, he's full of grace and mercy and love, and it's actually me that's punishing myself, as it were, and attacking myself when I don't meet 
a certain standard, I get disappointed in myself. So sometimes, yeah, I battle with the with disappointment. But then I suppose that comes back to to pride as well, as if I battle with with pride when I when I do mess up or do things that I'm not happy with. There's almost a part of you that think that doesn't expect it, and you're cross with yourself. You thought, oh, I can't believe I did that. I thought I was better than that. So that's a good thing in a way as well that God would work out pride in us as well, humble us before Him. Okay. And tell us about your present life as a Christian, the season you're in now. As I say, I'm working in a uh, Christian ministry, um, with based on the biblical roots, biblical foundation. Do you want to tell us at all about it? Yeah, so it's a ministry that helps the, the Jewish people return to Israel in accordance with biblical prophecy. I've been there for six years now nearly and the Lord's taking me on a massive journey and not just in terms of um, and, and big big growth in terms of learning about the Bible, the Word of God, knowing Him better and so even through my working career I've been very blessed to to get to know God better, to get to know His Word better and to grow as a person as well when you're working for a, a Christian ministry um, it's it's good to be able to put into practice on a daily basis the things that you that you know that you believe it's a very privileged position to be in to be able to work with other believers um, that share the same faith um, so yeah that's what I what I'm doing at the moment um, the last question might tie into that, I'm not sure, but what are you called to do as a Christian? You can be as general or specific as you prefer. Might be um, different ones. Yeah, so well, for me, the calling, is, one of the callings is with my work. Um, the Bible says very clearly in Isaiah that Christians are called to help the Jewish people. Um, the Gentiles are called to help the Jewish people with their return to, to Israel. So that for me is a very clear calling on my life. And also the Lord has done amazing things with me in terms of... Um, Just on that, which parts of Isaiah can you, can you specify at all? Like, Isaiah so for people 49, who yeah, Isaiah yeah. 49 um, specifically says that the Gentiles will carry them on, on their shoulders, bring my sons and my daughters from afar. Uh -huh. um, there's verses in Ezekiel 36-37 that talk about the return of the Jewish people as well. Okay. Um, and go on, yeah, And on, a, on a, another personal note, aside from that's what I do on a day-to-day -day basis, but the Lord also did a, a huge healing work on, in me. Um, and so he's starting to oh, put on my heart the desire to, to help other people in the same way. And t healing in terms of um, emotional and from family breakup, my parents divorcing, and the impact that that had on me as a as a young girl, and the, the consequences from that, and the Lord really healed me and helped me through that, and I would love to be able to to help other people in the same way. So I believe He's calling me to to share what He did for me and to be able to help other people in the same way. Okay, thank you very much Lizzie. Um, 
Thanks very much for telling us about your life as a Christian. Pleasure.